Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's great to see you. Thanks for coming out tonight. Hey, just want to start tonight by uh, reading Galatians 5.1. It says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then. and Do not let yourselves be burdened again by the yoke of slavery. And how many of us tonight are grateful for the freedom that we have in Christ? Yeah, come on one more time. How many of us in here tonight are grateful for the freedom that we have in Christ? That we're redeemed by the risen Savior? That we can stand here on the firm foundation of Jesus Christ and worship without condemnation? Amen. So we're going to do a new song tonight that just talks about that, the freedom that we have when we find Jesus Christ, what he's done for us. So come on, sing it along. Sing it when you get it. I was a dead man till you came and brought me life. I was an orphan till I found a home in your eyes I'm filled with you've done oh, you showed you showed me mercy all I had was brokenness I wasn't worthy but still you took the weight off my chest Sing, I found freedom. Oh, I found freedom when I found you. My past behind me, my life made new. Now forever my story will tell of your glory and all you do.
storm that surrounds me. Oh, just one word, the darkness has to retreat. Oh, just one touch, I feel the presence of heaven. Just one touch. My eyes were open to see, my heart can't help but believe. Come on, there's nothing that our God can do. There's not a mountain that He can move. Oh, praise the name that makes a way. There's nothing that our God can't do. Yeah. Oh, just one. Oh, just one word. You hear what's broken inside me In just one word In you revive every dream we believe With just one touch Come on, right here I feel the power of heaven Oh, just one touch My eyes are open position our hearts towards faith tonight, believing that the Lord has something great in store for us. We believe. I will believe for greater things, because there's no power like the power of Jesus. Come on. But there's no power. Come on, I will. I will believe. For greater things, there's no power like the power of the faith. If there's no power, come on, I will.
Isn't it awesome to worship the Lord? Well, welcome to our night of prayer and worship. Every fourth Wednesday, we set apart to wait upon the Lord, to seek Him in prayer, uh, to give Him worship and praise. Uh, really glad that you're here tonight. These are really important nights uh, for us uh, as a church. I want to share uh, briefly out of Jeremiah chapter 29. And we know this amazing promise uh, from verse 11. But then it goes on with an invitation uh, that is given to us. So this is Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. God has given the bad news to Judah that they're going to be taken captive for 70 years. But then God says, I'm going to bring you back from captivity. That my intent towards you is good and not of evil. And sometimes when we look at God's dealing in our lives, we can get the wrong perception thinking that he's doing us wrong. But his heart towards us is good, and he's displayed that for us on the cross. It says, when you come back into the land, then you will call upon me and go to pray to me, and I will listen to you. So with a night of prayer and worship, God listens to our prayers. And do you believe that? And I know most of us do, but when it really comes down to it, we feel like maybe our, our prayers are just bouncing off the ceiling. And it's a pretty high ceiling, but it's not reaching God. The creator of the universe is ready to listen to our prayers. That, that's amazing. God's saying, my ear is, is pointed towards you. And then gives this invitation. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all of your heart. And I will be found by you, says the Lord. And I will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all of the nations. Where Israel had gone wrong is their heart. Their heart of worship. Their heart of love for God. Their heart of seeking the Lord. God's whole purpose in this captivity was to bring them back to that place of worship. To that place of seeking the Lord. Yes, God wanted to give them the land back. But he really wanted to restore their worship. I've got a question for us tonight. When was the last time you sought the Lord and you sought him with all your heart? Maybe you can think of some decisive moments in your relationship with the Lord where you were desperate before him and you were, you were seeking him. Well, how about tonight? No matter what your circumstances are, some of you are on hard times, some of you are on good times. Many of us are on mundane times, somewhere in between. But right now, right here tonight, we have the opportunity to seek God and to seek him with all of our heart. What are some things that you have passionately sought after? Was it a relationship that you sought after? Was it a job that you sought after, a promotion, an education? And here we go, God, have I really been searching for you? Have I really been seeking you? So I want to lead us in a time of just waiting upon the Lord, of praying together, and then we're gonna move back into worship. But right now, let's take God up on that invitation to, to seek him. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you that you do hear our prayers. And right now, we, we cry out to you. We're, we're desperate for you. Forgive us for not seeking you more. You give us a promise in your word that as we draw near to you, that you'll draw near to us. So take a moment right now to cry out to the Lord, draw near to him. Just express your, your love to the Lord, your adoration for him.
Father, we do thank you for your unconditional love for us. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Thank you for your character. Thank you for your promises that you're true to your word. And we give you our hearts this evening. Let's wait for a few moments and just allow the Lord to speak to us. Jesus instructed us, he that has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit speaks to the church, that the Spirit is speaking. What what is God's Spirit saying to you, saying to us tonight? to slow down the velocity of our lives to hear the voice of God, slow down the busyness, the distractions, give God all of those things that you're distracted with. Be still before him. Spirit, we thank you that you're our comforter, that you're our helper, our teacher. We welcome you in our lives. As we continue in worship tonight, is seek the Lord. Maybe it's going to a quiet place uh, in the sanctuary. Maybe it's, it's walking towards the back. Maybe it's kneeling and getting on your knees before the Lord. Maybe God's going to put a section of scripture on your heart. But this is an amazing promise that God gives to us. If we seek with all of our heart that he will be found. Jesus said, ask, seek, and knock to passionately pursue the Lord. We can easily let this night go by or we can choose to press in and to seek the Lord. So let's take advantage of that opportunity as we continue in worship. It's not a building you wanna feel. No, it's my heart. 
to whatever you want to do in and through us. We know that it's not about a building. Your presence isn't conditional on a building. You want to come and you want to redeem and you want to revive and you want to restore our hearts. So we just say yes to you in this moment. We welcome you in afresh. Would you come, Lord? Root out bitterness in our heart. Root out fear. Root out doubt. Root out anxiety. We know that our hearts are your desire, Father. We just invite you in.
Jesus is the prize. It's not what he can do for us. But it's his death and resurrection that's guaranteed our eternity forever. Lord, as we continue in worship, God, I know that there are so many circumstances, so many seasons, so many situations going on in this room. Lord, but would you remind us that we can have hope and we can have joy and we can rejoice in the midst of hardship because we know Jesus the life that he brings where there's death, the hope where we feel hopeless. Father, would you help us to raise a hallelujah in whatever season we're in and whatever we're going through because you're worthy. Because of what you've done for us, because of what you do for us, because of what you will do for us. We pray these things in Jesus' name.
I just feel like tonight the Lord is saying that we can't get to the, the promise without going through the process. And there can't be victory without a battle. And I know that this, there are some of us in here tonight who are just going through it. Who are feeling overwhelmed by, by the battle that you're in. I just want to remind you of that tonight. That there can't be victory without a battle. So I just want to sing this chorus one more time. A couple more times. If you're in that place tonight, just sing it over yourself. Let it be more than lip service tonight. But let it be the cry of your heart. That we know that the Lord is for us. We know that if the Lord is for us, who can be against us? Amen. We know that his promises are true. And it may be hard to see and it may be hard to believe. But there's purpose in everything and the Lord never wastes a moment. Let's come on, let's sing.
Cause you're the way we do 
Father, we thank you that you never change. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And Jesus, you're the way, the truth, and the life. You've provided salvation for us, and we also trust you in this life that you're going to make a way. So we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. You can have a seat for just a moment. Also in Jeremiah chapter 29, as God speaks to them during this 70 years of captivity. And do you ever feel like your life is in captivity? You're in a circumstance that you desperately want to change, but God's not allowing it to change. And here's the instructions that God gives. Build houses and dwell in them. Plant gardens and eat their fruit. Take wives and beget sons and daughters and take wives for your sons and give your daughters to husbands so that they may bear sons and daughters that you may increase there and not diminish. In the captivity, God's saying, make a home there. And maybe that's what God is speaking to you tonight, is instead of trying to get out of your circumstance, dwell there. Make a home there. Plant your roots there. There would be some that would never leave captivity to go back to the promised land. 70 years in captivity. If you're 30 years old at the beginning of this captivity, you're you're not going back to, to the promised land. So may we really search our hearts and say, Lord, instead of trying to get out of my circumstance, I need to plant and build and see you do work in the midst of my captivity. While they're in Babylon, God says, and seek the peace of the city where I've caused you to be carried away captive. Pray to the Lord for it, for in its peace you will have peace. This world's not our home. Colorado Springs is not our eternal home. God's going to create a new heaven and a new earth. But while we're here, we should love this city. Amen? So our city is celebrating 150 years this week. 1871, our city uh, began. Multiple generations in uh, this city. So I want to take opportunity to pray for our city. We're now the 39th largest city in America. This is one of the most desirable places uh, for people to live here in Colorado Springs. It's a beautiful place, a wonderful place to where raise a family. But also we know that suicide is really high in our city. Teen suicide is really high. There's a huge drug problem that's taking place in, in our city. There's lots of domestic violence. There's lots of people that are doing really well financially that don't know Christ as their Savior. You know the the needs that are in our city. So we're going to break up into groups, groups of three to five, and pray together. And you may not feel comfortable praying out loud. That's okay. We're trusting that someone in your group uh, is feeling comfortable to pray. And let's pray for those specific areas, the hopelessness that is in our city, for the lost, that that God would give us opportunities as a church and individuals to to reach out to, to the name of Christ. Let's pray for the churches of the city that God would continue to unite us and pour out his spirit in and through the body of Christ in the city. And also two other uh, prayer requests uh, for you is the first is uh, Kent and Becca Nolly, our missionaries in uh, Uganda. 
Becca was able to get home. It's very difficult for uh, them to get home but with three of their children. But then their two children, Grace and Raymond, who are adopted from Uganda, are still in the process of getting their visas. And so Kent stayed with Grace and Raymond. So if you could pray for them as a family. The, the visas have been approved. Uh, but as you know, everything's been slowed down uh, with covid and everything goes really slow in Uganda to, to begin with. So we're praying that this is going to be a, a quick process for them to get their visas and join together as a family. It's a difficult time for them, as you can imagine. So let's p- pray for the Nali uh, family. And then also Dan Johnson, our missions pastor, on Friday uh, with two other pastors is leaving for Iraq to do a pastor's conference in Iraq. How, how cool is that? Uh, and there's having lots of COVID cases in Iraq, and it's getting more difficult to travel. And we're just believing that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, just as we sang. He's the same God as the book of Acts. And we're asking that he would do an awesome work uh, in Iraq in these difficult times. Wouldn't that be awesome if there was a gospel explosion in Iraq uh, in, these, in these times? So let's go ahead and stand uh, together. Break up into groups of three or five. When you hear the worship team come back into the next song, that's your cue to segue out of prayer.
we continue in this uh, in this posture of, of just prayer and waiting upon the Lord. Just want to invite you to keep praying, keep seeking the Lord on what He has for for the city, for your life, for your family, for your future. Just make a space for the Lord to speak. And I think so oftentimes we say that we want to make room for the Lord to move and the Lord to speak. But when it comes down to it, we get distracted. And when we hear the Lord, we 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 pause and hesitate out of fear. I just want to encourage you tonight to let the Lord speak and to follow without hesitation. And we know that the Lord is here with us and he inhabits the praises of his people. He's a God of action. He's not a God who sits idly by and watches. But he's a God who's speaking and moving and encouraging. We just have to give him the time and the place and the space to do that. So I just want to invite you, whatever that looks like for you, whether it's sitting, whether it's standing, whether it's kneeling, to just take on that posture of surrender and allow the Lord to speak. We're going to open up communion. If you feel led to take communion, just encourage you to do that as well. But this is a time to wait upon the Lord to respond to what he's doing in your heart. Whether that's praying for someone sitting next to you or taking a step of faith and coming and getting prayed for. But may this not be a time that we waste. You know, worship and, and prayer, they're not spectator sports. But we're participating and communicating with, with the God of the universe, and it's not something to be taken lightly. So just encourage you to respond, encourage you to press in, and wait on him.
Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand. Well, let's just lift our hands up as we just pray. We, we end in prayer. We say, Jesus, thank you. Yeah. God, for redeeming us. God, for taking the weight of our sin and our shame. For calling us your sons and daughters. For taking our ashes and making them into something beautiful. God, as we leave tonight, we take hold of the power that's in the name of Jesus. Over life and death over sin and the grave. But we ask that you would restore our hearts through that very same power. For those of us that don't even need, know we need restoration, Lord, would you breathe life where there's death? Or for those of us who are in that place of, of just being burnt out, would you come and restore us? Lord, would you heal our families? Would you heal our marriages? Would you heal... Uh, broken relationships through the power that's in the name of Jesus. Lord, job situations, health situations, would you restore them in the name of Jesus? God, and even if they don't pan out like we want them to, would you remind our hearts that you're still sovereign, that you're still faithful, and that your plan and your ways and your thoughts are higher than ours. We choose to trust you tonight. We rejoice in you and the life that we have in Jesus Christ. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. God bless you guys. Thanks again for being here, and I will see you this weekend.